from St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. Today, we want to take you back 25 years to 1996. Here's what was happening in the world. From National Public Radio News in Washington, I'm Carl Castle. President Clinton today said that he had ordered cruise missiles to attack Iraqi air Members defense of Congress plan to resume work this week on an immigration bill that would toughen asylum laws. Israeli and, and Palestinian officials continue negotiations, hoping to arrange a summit meeting between Israel Here at St. Louis Public Radio, then called only KWMU, the first episode of St. Louis on the Air took to the airwaves. And some longtime listeners will surely recognize this 90s-sounding theme. This is St. Louis on the Air. I'm Mark Manelli. If there's one learning tool which remains indispensable, it's the ability to read. At the time, the show aired at 10 a.m. It would later move to 11, and then, in 2013, its current slot at noon. KWMU reporter Mark Minnelli was the first host, and Mary Edwards was director and engineer. Mary retired as executive producer of St. Louis on the Air in 2018. She continues as the station's producer of St. Louis Symphony broadcasts. Mary describes what it was like to get the show off the ground. We actually came in the day before, which was Labor Day, to do a run-through just to make sure that everything was operating properly. And one of the big tests was whether or not I would know when to hit the dump if necessary. And what that was, was the show was on a six-second delay. And if somebody says something that's objectionable that would get us in trouble with the FCC, we would hit the dump. It would take it out of delay into real time. And that was just lost to the ether. Mary passed the test and for many years was the sole producer of the show. For so many of us who work on this show, the moments that stand out are the times we feel like we're making a difference. Again, here's Mary. We were doing a show about the workforce, and we had a caller who said, I'm so frustrated because I don't think a human being even reads any of my applications and resumes. Well, we happened to have the hiring manager from BJC on as a guest that day. And she gave him her phone number, told him to call her, and that she would make sure that his application and resume were read. We got a very nice letter from him the next week saying, I can't believe this show has changed my life. I called, I got the interview, I got the job, and I start Monday. For Aaron Dore, our audio engineer, the segments that make a difference mean a lot, too. Aaron began as an intern at the station in 2000 and started part-time here in 2004. He remembers the 2013 visit from the famous St. Louisan who founded Twitter. I loved when Jack Dorsey was on. That felt like one of the most famous people and it just felt like a celebrity vibe when he was there. I think, um, you know, when I was growing up, a lot of folks around me and a lot of adults, quote unquote, uh, would shy away from technology because they assumed the technology was the smart thing and, and therefore, you know, they, they just didn't have the skill or, or, or mindfulness to, to operate it. But that's true. Um, there's some others, you know, Margaret Atwood. Let's learn about police states. You know, what is a police state? A police state is a, is a state in which it is the police who decide who's guilty and who they're going to shoot. And if you allow that, 
if you allow that to happen, you're on a step to a police state. Aaron says the show has grown up over the years. He says we're doing a lot of things right. There's the adrenaline rush of live radio and the energy behind live broadcasting to an audience, right? But I think for me, it's the content that's kept me there. I just, you find yourself thinking about things that you hear or talk about and like the discussions that continue after the live shows and yeah, it's, it stays with you. It's like, oh, this is, this is more than just talk radio. St. Louis Post-Dispatch columnist Greg Freeman also served as host, as did KWMU's Mike Sampson. Longtime TV and radio journalist Don Marsh hosted the show for nearly 14 years before his 2019 resignation. Some recent episodes proved memorable for current staff. One includes my conversation with author Cheryl Strayed. A listener shared the impact that Strayed's book Wild had on her. I read that book, and I had never been hiking before in my whole life. Now hiking is one of my favorite things to do, and you can find me quite frequently at Castlewood State Park. And I just want to thank her because she opened my eyes to a wonderful new hobby. So thank you. Bye. That is a thank you from our listeners. Another memorable episode in December 2019 featured a surprise guest, then St. Louis Mayor Lyda Krusen. On this show, she broke the news that the city was ending its exploration of privatizing St. Louis Lambert International Airport. Today, I ask my representative, Linda Martinez, uh, not to vote in favor of issuing that request for proposal. Uh, that's rather big news, perhaps, but I think it's really important. So by asking that we your representative, Deputy Mayor Martinez, um, not to support moving forward with this RFP, does this mean the city's exploration of airport privatization is dead? It is. It's not all serious. Last summer, we celebrated the 20th anniversary of Nellie's Country Grammar. A listener shared her rendition. Hi, this is EOB, and I just wanted to chime in on the 20th anniversary of Country Grammar. Yo, street in a Range Rover street sweeper, baby, cocked, ready to let it go. Shimmy, shimmy, cocoa, what? Listen to it now. Light it up and take a puff. Pass it to me now. I'm going down, down, It's that ability to both have fun and cover serious topics that make St. Louis on the Air special to Alex Hoyer, the show's executive producer. He's been here for nine years. In addition to Alex and Aaron Doerr, producers Evie Hemphill, Laura Hamden, and Emily Woodbury do great work finding and booking the most relevant guests to bring St. Louis to you. For me, I started here in 2019. Taking this job after 20 years in print journalism felt like an extraordinary act of hubris. But I was excited about the chance to talk to interesting people about the most interesting and important things in this region. And St. Louis hasn't let me down. There's certainly no shortage of fascinating people to bring on the air for conversation. I appreciate you sticking with us these past two years. I am never more grateful than when we're discussing an obscure topic and the phones just light up, or when I see your messages responding to something you've heard on the air. I never feel alone in this chair, and I'm grateful that you're learning from, enjoying, and sometimes being challenged by our guests right along with me. 
And while we only celebrate this 25th anniversary today, the conversation continues. You can always email your thoughts and ideas to talk at stlpr.org. And if you're not already a member of our Facebook group, search for St. Louis on the Air on Facebook, request to join the group, and answer just a few questions. More reporting from the St. Louis on the Air team is available at stlonair.show. You can also find St. Louis on the Air on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts on the App Store. And you can listen to any on-air conversation at your convenience. St. Louis on the Air is produced by Evie Hemphill, Laura Hamden, Emily Woodbury, and Alex Hoyer. The audio engineer is Aaron Dorr. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Thank you for listening. I'm Sarah Fenske. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thanks. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.